And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a terrific week. A uh, great show for you today. I was joined by my brother, Drew Holden, from the Washington Free Beacon. Uh, always a great time talking to Drew. Uh, we covered the latest in the Gaza War and what pundits on all sides are getting wrong. Uh, we checked in on the Speaker of the House fight. Apparently, some feller named uh, Mike Johnson uh, could become Speaker of the House soon. Or not. We'll see. Um, we break it all down. Uh, guys, before I get to Drew, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at No Gimmicks Pod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud. Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, make sure to subscribe. If you are an Apple user, please take a couple seconds to leave us a five-star rating and a good review. I really appreciate that. And if you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the no gimmicks podcast. All right, without further ado, the great Drew Holden. All right, guys, we're here with my brother, Drew Holden. Drew, how you been, man? Brady, man, I've been good. I've been good. I'm uh, I'm a little run down, I think, probably, but nothing compared to having a kid. So I'm I'm doing all right. <laughs> well, I mean, you've uh, you've been through quite a bit in life as well the last couple years. So that's uh, that's fair. Yeah, last last year of my healthcare journey has been has been taxing, uh, but I'm I'm still upright. So uh, thanks to God for that. Absolutely, man. Thank God. Um, so obviously, we've been talking a lot about the Israel war. Um, we're going to get to the Speaker of the House nonsense, too, if we have time. Um, apparently, this week is another one of those Brady pisses everyone off type of weeks. Uh, many yeah. such cases. <laughs> but, I mean, this is what we talked about on Monday, but we're going to get further into it today. I mean, we had the entire left, a lot of people on the right, and then most libertarians uncritically parroting literal Hamas propaganda. And, I mean, Democrats are Democrats. I expect them to parrot whatever the corporate press is saying. But let's focus on the right. Let's focus on our house. You know what I mean? Um the fellers who never believe anything, right? They think the corporate press is the devil. They think aliens are real. They think that airplanes are poisoning us with chemtrails. But right. they now magically believe everything the New York Times prints straight out of the mouths of literal barbarians. What a time yeah, to be alive. It, it is. And I think, you know, the, the that last point has really just I haven't been able to move it out of my brain for like a week now because – you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure your listeners are familiar with what happened with the, the hospital bombing coverage. But to really put as fine a point on it as I can, the entire American mainstream media ran with Hamas propaganda to demean Israel. And it was a lie. And you would think you would think somewhere out there, some editor, some staff writer, someone would step back and say, hmm. Should I believe what terrorists are telling me that confirms their narrative at face value? And yet somehow there was no pause, not not even a hint of a pause across the entire mainstream media. Yeah, nothing. And I mean, even the, even people I typically respect on a lot of these issues, even involving war. I, mm -hmm. I mean, nobody's made. I mean, there are arguments. There's a million valid criticisms of the Israeli government and totally. their policies towards the Palestinians. But nobody's making those arguments. You know, it's right. all this moral relativism nonsense and just straight up propaganda. And like yeah. like you mentioned with the hospital bombing, nothing Hamas has put out there so far has been true. The hospital right. bombing that never happened, the church being destroyed that never happened. 
And then uh, a couple days ago, the viral photo that was circulating for the last couple weeks of a of an alleged Israeli bombing turned out to be several months old and from the Sudanese civil yep. war. Okay, I mean it's just right. not even it's all debunked. And now Hamas is claiming there's 2,000 dead kids in Gaza. I mean I pray that's not true, but it's almost certainly not true considering nothing else they've said has been true or even close to true at all. People right. are just and consumed media... with their hatred, their exactly. their hatred of of Israel. You know, libertarians hate Israel because they're convinced Israel is the cause of all of our problems in the Middle East and all these wars, right. when, of course, our government is much, much more responsible <laughs> for all these problems yeah, in the Middle exactly. East. It's like, hmm, I wonder if someone closer to home might, uh, might deserve a little blame there. Right. And like with, with the libertarian side, I'm, I'm much more willing to say that they're not a bunch of anti-Semites because sure. I, it just seems that they're, they're just misinformed about the cause of all these problems. If you're not... But if you're not that, if you're not like super anti-war typically, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm struggling to come up with any other answer beside these folks just do not like the Jews very much. Yeah, I agreed. And I again, like the thing that I keep coming back to is even even with bias, even with, you know, this this hatred of Israel, if we if, if we want to like really parse hairs and pretend that some of it is an anti-Semitism, why are you trusting Hamas? Like how how deeply disturbed does your world do you have to be to say, no, I don't trust Israel. No, I don't trust the United States. Yes, I do trust Hamas. They're telling me the truth. How are they your source of record? I just I simply it doesn't compute. I don't understand. I know. I know. And I mean, if you just if you're the kind of fella who just calls bullshit on everything, I mean, you're Mm -hmm. just a conspiracy theorist. You don't believe anything that's going on. Everything, you know, everything's fake. Okay, but the, it's like these people <laughs> turned <laughs> at the drop of a hat, and now they're just yep. they they completely believe all the people that they claim to hate the most. Um, yeah. Real quick, before we get back into this, I do have to hit the the pro-Israel side real quick though, and a lot I've seen a lot of people are are using this talking point. Tom Cotton and, and Nikki Haley and a bunch of others, they keep mm-hmm. repeating this line. You know, the Palestinians elected Hamas, so there aren't any innocent Palestinians. The Israelis should yeah. turn the Gaza Strip into a parking lot. Guys, our government has killed 10 times the civilians as Hamas and the IDF combined in the last 30 years. We're talking hundreds of thousands dead. During the eight years Obama was president, 90% of the people killed in Obama's tens of thousands of drone strikes were civilians. 90%. I was born in 1989. The only person to win the presidency I've actually voted for myself was Trump. And even he killed way more civilians than Hamas and the IDF combined. Look up the Syria and Yemen bombings under Trump, a lot of dead, innocent children. Am I responsible for that? Of course not. So just be careful, folks. A lot of people are going full 2003 again, and that's that's evil yeah. too. Okay, I mean, come on, right. keep yourself in check, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is this is why I appreciate your libertarian disposition. I think is that there's there's the when the drums of war beat that loudly, there's there's got to be at least a pause to take a breath. You know, that's that's my whole shtick with the media, right? In 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 many cases, is that like when something when you jump at something that you think confirms your narrative too quickly, you can get yourself in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mentioned this on Monday, too, but it bears repeating. I wanted to get your thoughts on this, too. Mm-hmm. Both the libertarian side and then the entire left, of course, attacked Ron DeSantis, I think it was Monday, for saying, um, you know, if you're here on a student visa and, and you're chanting gas the Jews in, yeah. on the streets of American uh, major American cities, you should probably be deported. And I, of course, 100 percent agree. Um, with right. the governor of Florida, because I have an IQ over 40. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah. argument is, yeah. oh, that that's authoritarian. No, 
you know it's authoritarian hamas okay yeah and, uh, ex- exactly and like i don't know like i i um i won't pretend that i'm always as uh, as motivated by concerns around freedom of speech as like a free speech absolutist would be and so i'm sure uh, i'm sure i'm 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 too demagogic for some of your listeners but like at the end of the day i'm it isn't clear to me why we should extend additional privileges to people who are who are in this country who don't have to be right who aren't who don't have birthright citizenship or don't have some form of citizenship if they are spouting vile hatred and we've got a history of doing this too i don't i don't want to you know talk too far to shoot too much from the hip on this but like the united states and europe have made it a point to expel radical imams for the last 25 years yeah right and i'm sure there's some gray area there when it comes to free speech but the idea that we need to reflexively tolerate this because our 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 morals and our laws suggest that we have to i just i don't think is a fair framing like i just don't think that's accurate i mean as a free people we are allowed to have preferences <laughs> like right like, this is just common sense i mean to, to claim otherwise is like the it's like the same argument made by like the the transgender lobby mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like if you don't if you don't have a if you don't have sex with a tranny, Drew, you're a bigot. <laughs> you, know, right. you know what I mean? It's it, like it, that's the same. Like we're allowed to have preferences. I'd rather live next to someone who wants to be an American than somebody who has no interest in assimilating, is not an American citizen, and who's laser focused on murdering the Jews. Okay, I'm pretty sure yeah, that doesn't it, make me a bigot. It just makes me a normal human being. And until five seconds ago, that was a consensus opinion in this country. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I think some of it gets back to too, like. At, at some point, there there has to be a value judgment placed on who we allow into this country, right? Like, we have a limited number of visas. We have a limited number of student visas. We have to make a—there has to be a moral judgment included in that. And it doesn't seem alien to me that maybe one of the categories we have within that moral value judgment is doesn't think an entire race of people should be gassed. Like, yeah. that, that seems like the floor— uh, a, a lot lower than the floor, quite frankly, um, to, to me as a as a bare minimum. And the the polling data is terrifying too. Um, yeah, it's like a, a a overwhelming majority of American Muslims, even American citizens, uh, who are mm-hmm. Muslim, support not not just the Palest, Palestinian freedom or whatever. They support what Hamas did. Yeah, exactly. They support Hamas, and you're seeing it too. The the thing that really um, I think gives me a lot of pause and, and quite frankly, scares the scares the bejesus out of me is that somebody put out a poll, I think, earlier this week about um, support for the U or for Israel versus Hamas. And uh, it was a slight majority, but a majority of Gen Z folks supported uh, Hamas more than Israel. Right. And so, like, when you think about who is the, the vanguard on the left and the vanguard of, of the progressive movement and the students at universities and, you know, the next uh, the, the people who are getting the imprimatur of diplomats and business leaders and lawyers and doctors and whatever like that, this this worldview is not uncommon. It may be radical, but it isn't um, it isn't. It isn't the sort of thing you have to look all that hard to find, unfortunately, with with at least young people. Right, and I know you're not a libertarian, so you don't care about any of this shit. But uh, I, it's <laughs> like the libertarians trying to attack DeSantis for this are even funnier than the Democrats because, like, mm. 
if you if you take like libertarian ideology to its reasonable conclusion, it would be you know we want to live in like a, a a free, voluntarist, stateless society, right? Yeah, which would 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 have to be extremely exclusionary. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> it'd have to be a bunch of people who want to live that way right. which would mean you'd have to exclude like most people <laughs> yeah exactly like I, I i feel like that that sort of coin is lost on a lot of people and i think a lot of it just gets bogged down in the immigration conversation right. but like a shared people with shared values is important yes. uh, for for uh, existing and governing yes. and i'm not i'm not quite sure when we we lost the thread on that one, but it seems to have really and fully been lost. Yeah, I mean, Europe has taken it on the chin a lot, a lot worse than North America with their Muslim immigration. But uh, yeah, it's not good. I mean, like I mentioned this before, but you know, there was a pro Hamas rally a couple miles down the street from my house here in Toledo, Ohio, last week. Crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it, this yeah. is. It, it's not. This is not. I. This is not ideal. <laughs> this is. Yeah. We probably shouldn't have been importing. You know. You know. Five, ten million of these people in the last twenty years. It's just. It's, I mean, some yeah. civilizations are just not compatible, man. And we've seen it throughout the last couple thousand years of human history. It just doesn't. My God, it, it doesn't make you evil or a bigot to state this. It just makes you a normal. It costs you nothing. Yeah. To be normal. Just yeah, be normal. More, more folks. It, more folks to try just being a normal human being who can look at the world around them and assess reality as it exists, not as right. it exists in some weird, bizarre fantasy world in their head. Exactly. And I think, you know, getting back, this is kind of the flip side to your preferences point, right? Like, this isn't a question of, um, like, do you like regular jelly or grape or like regular grape jelly or strawberry jelly on your peanut butter and jelly sandwich? This isn't like your fashion sense. It isn't it isn't these sort of things that reasonable people can disagree on. Like it is so far outside of what at least should be a mainstream thought, like open, unapologetic racism. I thought like given the lengths that uh, that U.S. society, in many cases good, in some cases I think overreach, uh, and, and the media have gone to ferret out every tiny itty-bitty example of racism in books, in music, in art, in thought, in phrases. Why is it that open and earnest Jew hatred doesn't flag on any of their radars? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it, man. I wish yeah. I did, but it's incredible. It's incredible. I mean, it's encouraging to see, you know, um, American Jews buying guns in record numbers. Yep. You know, I, I definitely encourage that. If any Jews are listening to this, hit me up, DM me. I can, uh, you know, help you talk you through the paperwork, give you advice on what to buy, what <laughs> yeah. not to buy, all that stuff. You know, I'm a I'm a pro at buying guns at this point. Yeah. So if you need help or advice, reach out to me. Reach out to Drew. Reach out to somebody. Um, real quick before I let you go. <laughs> um, so before I let you go, yesterday Tom Emmer was a GOP nominee for speaker for a couple hours. <laughs> Jim yeah. Jordan before that, then Steve Scalise. Now some feller named Mike Johnson, who, honest to goodness, I've never heard of before yesterday, is apparently on track to become speaker, or not. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Yeah, right. What, what does this all mean? Should I care? Does it matter? I I, I tend to think no. I, I saw the votes last night and he got like the lowest number of first round votes of any of the failed candidates. And I thought to myself, well, you know what? He's got to be toast too. They're, we're just going to keep making a mockery of ourselves and this is it's just not going to stop. But then I, I was reading this morning 
um, about the, some, of, some of the details and the insider gossip or whatever. And it sounds like the one big difference, and I think this actually could matter quite a bit, is that nobody seems to hate him, right? People are tired of, of the GOP being rudderless. There's things we need to do. And I think what prevented the last couple of people from being speakers and also toppled McCarthy was the outright hatred of him of a sizable enough block where they could sink their, their potential speakerships. And it sounds like Johnson doesn't have that. And who knows, maybe that changes. Maybe Trump comes out in 15 minutes and tweets that he's a, he's a miserable rhino and everyone needs to hate him or whatever. But, but lacking those sorts of things, um, I think sheer, um, like a, a sheer sense of exhaustion might get him the speaker's gavel. We'll see how long he can hold on to it. Um, but I, I think this one might actually be worth caring about in a way that Jordan and Scalise were just dead on arrival and Emmer, unfortunately, too. Yeah, all I want for Christmas is gridlock, Drew. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I always, I always um, like, to me, it's like, oh, we should get the government back and running. And I realized to you and many of your listeners, it's like, this is this is a great holiday, right? You <laughs> yes. don't. There isn't a fun, one major aspect of the federal government is not functioning, and it could risk shutting down others. And so, to you guys, that's that's got to be a boom. I mean, if <laughs> if one of these omnibus bills gets scuttled, I'll, I'll take it as a win. It's just the the incentives are not to govern well if you're a Republican yeah. right now. I mean, the incentives are set up to make money, to get clicks, to dance like a literal clown for Emperor Trump mm-hmm. on television. Yep. And uh, and we can end here. This is just the beginning. I mean, the the government. The GOP is people like Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert and Laura yep. Loomer and Jack Posobiec now, man. I mean, I think we're in for a long decade, my friend. Yeah, I unfortunately, I think you are spot on on that. I think yeah. we are, too. Unless these people are incentivized to do better, they never will. Drew, my brother, I know you got a heart out right now. Uh, real quick, where can everybody check out your stuff, follow you online, all that good stuff? Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate you having me back on. So. Um, follow me at the Free Beacon. I, I write for the Washington Free Beacon, freebeacon.com. If you search by media, you can find my stuff. You can search by my name. Uh, and then I continue to be too much on Twitter, and that's just Drew Holden 360, all one word. Uh, and you can uh, I share all my all my articles and things there. So everybody follow Drew. He's great. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks. Um.